0: Episode number 143 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're uh, you've got a fine background today, this evening, and a Monday evening. A fine, a fun, fine night, and hopefully a fun night too. Good old Kippy, made major background for obvious reasons. And uh, he's uh, you know, he's he's back, you know. Kippy's back. Or did he ever go? That's the that's the question, eh? So yeah, I mean Tommy, you know how. Hopefully you're fine. Uh, you know I'm certainly fine. I'm I'm sitting here with a, a good old Elvis juice, and you've got a wee a wee uh, local beer there. I see. So tell us about
1: how you're getting on. I'm well, thanks, Carl. Hello, listeners. And yeah, I've got Kipchoge as my background tonight. Having watched the, I got up yesterday. What was a treat? It felt like spring marathon season. You know, I got up Sunday morning, watched the watched the international class marathon, and I went out for my my own long run. And to answer your question, I think he's back. I think to run 204 uh, in that, you know, just like that, it didn't look that taxing. It looked like he was well under control. Is top class. I, I think he was gone. I think the performance in London, you know, I know his ears got plugged or whatever, maybe, you know, something like that. But I think that, I think that really cast doubts actually over him. So I think it's good for him. It's good. It's good for the sport, I guess. Um, and in an Olympic year to have him him back on top. But actually it was a really good event all round and Kipchoge was the was the interesting one there was the ladies race won by Steinbrück, the German who and this is you know this was quite interesting she that's the third time she's run the olympic standard in the qualifying window. So she you know and she she didn't need to run it but she wanted to run it to prove fitness. The one thing we were going to talk about last week which maybe we'll talk about at the back end of this show is the the british olympic selections on female marathon and triathlon obviously with Beth having been on recently that there's been a bit of debate on those subjects so I thought it was quite interesting to see an athlete who's herself I think you know reasonably mature athlete shall we say and she's not put any doubts she's gone out and just said right I'm going to run the time again and she ran a PB so control your own destiny and all that what did you think about it?
0: Well I didn't actually watch a female race I had to go but I did watch the so yeah, I mean it was a big group, you know, it was a big group, even with 25 minutes to go or something like that. Um and uh what was the finishing, you know, for me and the listeners, what was was the final times
1: on that race? Do you know? For the so King was uh two oh four. The, the female
0: side and then the I
1: think she was two twenty-five. It was a PV. Yeah. I let me I'm just don't hold me to that. I'm I'm pretty sure it was two twenty-five. Uh let me just check. So we we've got a wee bit of Twitter action on that, so I can check our but Yeah, she, it was a PB for her, which I thought was quite impressive. And it was a reasonable-sized group. So, yeah, 225-28 for the win on the female side. But it was a reasonable group, actually. And she was in with, uh, with another German, uh, whose name escapes me now, uh, Hottentot, who was in the group with them through halfway. Uh, Steinrück was the, was the eventual winner. Chesir from Kenya. And then Lindholm, the, the Swede. And, and actually Pot dropped off they all went through halfway in one thirteen. so a slight positive split a slight negative, negative split actually for Steingroup um and she was just dominant and but what was hilarious is she was in leggings and a long sleeve top <laughs> so so I, 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 je- I jested on Twitter but I, I really think this might be the case that could yeah. be the fastest marathon ever run by a woman in
0: leggings M- 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 was it Yamuchi she was uh, on about that wasn't she uh, poetry, okay. Aye, aye. But I think it was I don't know if it was even just leggings. I think it was like a onesie type uh, race was suit it? or something. Aye. I could me. be wrong, but I'm I'm sure they were talking about it was like a onesie. I mean, not like a you know, it's clearly a running onesie, but you know, firstly, how the hell did you get that on and take it off? But uh I suppose you just dive into it like a, a race suit, but Anyway, I'm, I'm so, not but, sure I could be speaking my behind but a,
1: a class run anyway and it was a uh, Moreira of Portugal who came through in second in 20, 22640. So really uh, you know um it was, it was I thought it was great. It was great to see that and uh, and as a race it was actually I I'll be honest. I turned it on. I was saying the cab before we came on here watching people lap around an industrial uh, run an airfield. It was giving me flashbacks of doing a long tempo at Tempelhof Airport in Berlin and I was thinking this is grim. I'm not This is, (laughs) it was whittled down to Kipchoge and three others quite quickly, one of whom was a pacer. I'm thinking, this is dull. This has just got like, this is just not going to be interesting. But actually, to be fair, when the, eventually the, um, it got a little bit interesting when the pacer, the pacer, it went down to three of them, right? When the pacer was still in there. And the pacer couldn't hold the pace anymore. So Kipchoge's (laughs) pushing the pace. The pacer's on Kipchoge's shoulder, doing not a shred of work, but hanging on. Anyway, he, he, he came, in the end, the pacer ran, he was fourth. So, you know, and they were saying he didn't show <laughs> the results because I don't think the Pacers are supposed to show the results. But that was quite funny. Um, and I then, thought they could
0: still get, like, it. The, the race can still be counted because if you continue, you're still part of the race. Uh, yeah. You have run
1: the measured distance. But it was quite funny. So he kept going. And maybe he just hadn't run a marathon before and he wanted to bank in <laughs> time. But the other thing that was quite cool was there was a bunch of Europeans who came in. And I'm trying to find their names. There were two poles and two... Um, two Belgian fellas who were in nine and 10, I think nine and 10, 11 and 12. Anyway, they were around about 210. So really cool to see those guys, one of them was 24. So Helva, I think his name was Kirsten. So hell of a run. And uh, Ugandan, you know, championship legend that is Steven uh, Kiprotec, he was, he, he ran 209 high, which I thought was, I would expect it fast from him. But he finished with two compatriots from Uganda. So it'll be interesting to see if he makes the Ugandan team for the Olympics. You know, um I'm not sure I'm not sure what their different selection criteria will be. And I was hearing from someone on Twitter that the um, the Ethiopian trial is a race itself, but apparently Bekele won't run it. So that's quite a shame if we don't if we're not going to see Bekele at the Olympics.
0: I thought Bekele yeah, uh, I mean Bekele would would try and run, but certainly obviously Kipchoge is wanting to do it. Um and uh, we did, you know, Tommy put out a little poll on, on our socials and uh what were the results uh, yeah, what was the question. question i can't even make the question the
1: question was so uh kipchoge's well, back so uh, would are you looking at kipchoge for the uh I don't think I can get the results so Olympic team. the team no I don't think I can get a uh, results for story how useless is that I put up a story and I don't check it within twenty four hours so it's gone. Do you know what? I think well, here we go. uh, I've, got last it. I've got it eighty sorry beg your pardon eighty nine percent said no no, 8, sorry, eighty-nine percent said I Kipchoge. Five, <laughs> uh, no, what's that? Eighty-nine percent and eleven percent said no of a total of five hundred votes. So quite a that the Scottish running community has spoken. Kipchoge, hey, man, man for the Olympic gold.
0: He's a man. He's a man. He's uh, well. I, I, you look at Kipchoge and you look at everyone else. He just looks a cat above everyone else. He Just exactly. look at him. Beautiful way, you know. Beautiful looking runner, eh? Like he, the way he, he runs.
1: Just I felt delighted. really inspired. I went out for a run, a long run yesterday, and I did, just did 32 kilometers, and I went out with the intention of running, I thought, I just really want to plod this, I really want to run easy, I want to just enjoy being out, and for about 10k I did, I was sitting at like 430 kilometers, just really easing it, nice. but, but having seen Kipchoge and that, you know when he's he's in his like flow zone, and, yeah. and I just, yeah. it just got me inspired, and I, suddenly I yeah. felt like I was, I wasn't smashing it, but I was, you know, just picked up the pace a bit and enjoyed just not going anywhere near marathon pace, but just really getting into a bit of a comfortable groove, which was cool. Um, ah. But speaking of impressive performances, I think, I'm going to throw the ball to you on this, as the, our resident ultra um, expert. What about Des Linden? Oh, I know, eh? I mean,
0: it's two, what was it, 259 for the 50K. So she the, the previous record was held by, who was it again? Ali Dixon. Uh, Ali Dixon, yeah. Ali, of two, I think it was 307. Yeah. Um, so that's a big, you know, that's a big chunk. And that's that averaging, so I think she went through in, in the marathon at like 2.31, 2.32, uh, and then, you know, grinded grinded a, a sub-three-hour 50K, which is fantastic, you know, an amazing performance, an average of 5.47 a mile. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, that's, that's I mean, someone like that to to run, you know, to step up the distance. I know some people, but like, that's only an extra, you know, a few miles, but it's, a few miles still, it it, it does, it, there's a slight physiological uh, difference in how you have to run and, you know, a marathon and an ultra. I mean, you you talk about hitting the wall, like at mile 20, you don't want to be hitting the wall at mile 20 and a 50 K you've got 10 more miles to go. You, know? <laughs> exactly. so you have to pace it a little bit more, you know, a, a lot differently. You have to, uh, you have to consider how you're going to feel differently too, so that you can cope with the, the extra half an hour and, um, and you know, I suppose people, arguably, you'd say like someone who runs a three-hour marathon, it's equivalent of of that for for someone like Des. But anyway, um, I'm I'm quite impressed by that. I, I'm I'm interested to know right. what her next steps are going to be. Is she going to go back down to the marathon? Is she going to step up to some more of the ultra runs? And you know, something like the um, oh god, what's it? Not the the two ocean. Well, the two oceans marathon, mm-hmm. uh, the Cape the Cape Town. What's it called, Christ Almighty, Kyle?
1: Oh, um, the um, oh, this is this is, this is this terrible. Is so that we
0: comrades, comrades, of course. So, uh, you know, I, I would like to see her, you know, jump on on board the comrades, and you know, and her and Camille Heron go the world records and respective, uh, you know, the, the kind of extended distance for Camille and the shorter distance for uh, for Des. You know, I'd like to see a showdown <laughs> with both of them. Uh, in, in, can, in something like the comrades, especially. Can I interject you know,
1: on then? On that, Des confirmed today on Patriots Day it should be in the Boston Marathon. She will run the Boston Marathon in October this year. Well, there you go.
0: I mean, well, I mean, I don't even know when the comrades is, but wow, that's uh, but she's clearly in good form. I mean, yeah, you no, know, if she's running a a two thirty odd for part of a fifty k, you know, that's a that's she's well under two thirty in terms of. Her, her her marathon time. So what what, what you, even is Dez's,
1: uh marathon PB? What, I don't think it? it's. I don't I think it's like it's that fast, is it? It's just... I think it might be two twenty five, two twenty six. I th- yeah. I know it's not nearly as quick as the likes of, um, what's her name? Uh, Jordan Hasse, who ran. I think Jordan Hasse ran two twenty one. Then you've got, I think she'll, or she'll in two twenty two. Let me have a look. But how Dez is? I mean, I dead thirty seven. Another that... inspiration. Her and Tomo are just making dreams. Ah. Make it just. Are just our dream athletes. I would. Love, I've been getting. We again. Tom would be ace. Des would be ace on the show.
0: Ah, oh, it wouldn't be just eh? Yeah, we need to get them on. Uh, I think you know anyone who knows knows any of those two, get them on TRS yeah. for for some banter and some some uh some some yeah Tommy Tommy time. So yeah. anyway,
1: but what what I was going to ask you just quickly on the pace you've got better handle than me. What would Des have gone through the marathon distance and then on. Uh, on Saturday on the other 50k, sorry.
0: I think it was about two thirty-one, two thirty-two, maybe. Uh which okay. yeah. Which is pretty shifting. Uh, yeah. her her Des's PB is actually two twenty-two thirty-eight. So it's fast it's actually faster than I, I thought wow. it was. But, okay. Um, it's interesting though, like when she won Boston that that you know, that brutal day. Brutal, we say. Brutal. It was brutal. Uh you know, in 2018, she, she ran 2:39.55 yeah. uh, that day. <laughs> it
1: just shows how bad that, that how was the yeah, were. That was brutal. That was <laughs> hilarious. I would like to rewatch that actually. That was just. I remember. I remember. I remember watching it. Um, and because so I was, I was like to take like the afternoon off the day of the Boston Marathon because you can get home and watch it when it starts at like it's like three o'clock or something here. And uh, it's just, it was just like all the quotes. Remember when UK went out? they're like that guy <laughs> yeah. looks like he's gonna have a piano on his back at mile 20. To be fair, I mean to be fair the commentator people mocking me and we we're all thinking it and all just right. it was amazing and to watch it was just an incredible race and to see Dez and remember when Shalane stopped to go to the toilet and Des waited for her and slowed the group yeah. and because it wasn't her day she wasn't feeling yeah. it I mean we talked I, I mentioned you know again embarrassing about the half that you you know you can have bad patch in a race and that just shows this is a, a girl who's thinking this is not my day i'm just here to finish and goes on to be the first us female winner in 33 years how unbelievable It is mental hey, it's uh, it's crazy how the sport of uh
0: of of running and, and, and racing can can play out and pan out it's uh, you know you get a, a huge number of surprises i mean look at tomo and you know look at beth potter a couple of weeks ago and some of the it's the local guys it's yeah. it's phenomenal so uh yeah so anyway, well, Tommy, let's you know talking about uh, about training. You know how's 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 Tommy getting on bouncing uh, along the streets of Paddy? Uh, are we uh, are we are we getting are we are we seeing any 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 anything interesting? Is your your favorite your favorite training partner Samira? How how's she getting on? Is she keeping you keeping you in the straight and narrow as well? Is she?
1: Unfortunately, Samira is uh, in form remote at the moment. Well, she's, I mean, she's a you know, French champion. She's a pro. She's actually going to be running. I'm really excited for her. She's going to run at the European Cup, which is in Birmingham this year. So she'll go for that, which would have been usually the night of the 10,000, but they're because it's, it's the mass race. I don't think it's happening. They're going to double it as a the European Cup. They're going to run it in Birmingham. I understand. I may be wrong on the, the, the venue of that. It's somewhere. In, it's, it's been moved to the venue. So she's running now so she's on her own sort of training thing which is cool um but training wise for me i'm solid. actually pretty good week biggest week of the year for me in fact biggest, biggest i year. think it might be the biggest mileage week i've had since uh since i, since I got injured last october so yeah, oh, really? 77, 77 miles which is solid and you know I, I really just want to get i feel after the half i felt quite motivated to get into a solid base knowing that july is 12 weeks from london and I just want to get into some a bit of shaping for July. And I can't decide whether I want to go long, long and then come down, or do I want to go short and then get some speed and come up? I'm probably thinking the latter because the club is a bit more um a bit more orientated around that. But it was a good a good week. I had a um set out at the start of the week. I said I want to run um I want to run 120 kilometers this week and I want to run um I want to get two run two sessions on a long run. And here's something interesting for you. So I did a session on Tuesday, four by a mile with five by two hundred. I did that session the week before the half in a pair of flats as a not plated shoes, right? And I, right. I ran them in like five I know, I, I did the Ks in like three twenty, getting down to about three sixteen. And I was thinking, and it felt hard. And I yeah, I, and I was like, mm, you know, I was really kicking myself I didn't wear a pair of uh, carbon plates. This is what we've come to. Anyway, I threw on for the first time the Nike Next% Percent Tempo. I, huh? I Actually, wore, I wore it at home for a Tempo for Christmas, but I wasn't really in shape. I threw it on here. I was running 303, 304, really? five. Honestly, I, I think that oh shoe boy. is, I can see why that shoe has got, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I can see why it's got legality questions over it. It's an incredible shoe. I mean, I, really? I, I felt, I, I totally agree with you. I felt really clunky warming up, but running in it at pace, I just felt so propelled
0: and Is it the Zoom one, you mean? or is it? Yeah, the, yeah
1: exactly. The one you've got, the, with the pods at the front and then the aye. plate through it. And it's, it's the, quite a heavy shoe, actually. But, you know, yeah. in terms of, for it, I mean, that's quite a light session, to be fair, four by a mile. But I was, uh, yeah, for the mile splits, I was, yeah, sorry. What am I saying? 360 it was four by, that's the pace of that. The splits were like, I think I ran a 514, 501, 559. Oh, and yeah. I, and, I, and I was like, and I'm thinking, is the GPS gone wrong here? I'm, and it's, it's bonkers, honestly, absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so, a good session. I think it's probably the shoe, probably because I had an easy week last week. I felt quite fresh. And then I went to the track on Saturday, did back with the club, which was good. I did a yeah. 6xK. Uh, uh, and it's quite funny. I, I went into the session thinking, do you know what? I'm going to do eight reps, but I think I should do them at 10K pace. So, I'm going to run them at like 315. I'm going to do eight reps. I'm going to let the group go. Of course, when you get going, you don't let the group go, you stay with the group. <laughs> so, we went to we did the first, we ran the first one in 308. And I'm like, okay, that's a bit quick. I'm not sure I can run eight of these, but I'll try and back off in the second one. 308 for the second one. <laughs> right. This is, this is again, I know what's happening. After the third one, I was all, halfway through the third rep, I was thinking, I'm doing six. There's no way I'm doing eight. And to be fair, the session without those guys was six. So, I, but I just felt six wasn't a very big session. But anyway, six reps with a 90 second recovery, getting down to like, 305 is not a bad oh, nice. session for me. Go. So I think I actually think I might not run a bad 5k at the moment. Um so anyway, I did that and then I I uh, did a long a nice long run along the Seine on oh, Sunday, 32k. So eh? Exactly. So yeah, nice. it's good. Good week. Um good week. So I just need to keep that up now. How about you? I see you were doing some pretty nice route running.
0: I was. Well, I was reckoning you know, part two of the Murray Coastal Trail. It's looking it's looking lean and mean. Uh so I, I kind of did like a, a, a mixed it up a wee bit, you know. I did a kind of steady, steady run. Debbie Debbie ended up running bits and bobs as well. Uh, I kind of obviously a slower pace. She's you know seven months pregnant, so you know I've got to
2: got to make Blimey. sure she's
0: okay. And uh, but anyway, oh. I you know I I, I kind of sped off and took some videos and some imagery and 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 you know some some notes for myself in terms of uh, where the markings are, Marshallin um and information for the runners uh to, to communicate out to them as well so this is for the Murray Coastal 50 and uh and then yeah that was on the Saturday and then on the Sunday I obviously watched Kippy Kippy uh Kippy. You know, bouncing along on the on the on the track in Rotterdam right no it wasn't Rotterdam it was Holland there uh, the was 20,
1: 20 I
0: think aye mm-hmm. so um and then I thought you know what right I was like well i go outside and I thought nah the Super League's on, the triathlon, the Super League's oh, on. Yeah, we watched uh, that, nice. I thought, I'm going to stay on the treadmill and do my session, you know, inspired by Kippy, get get Super League on, watch Beth absolutely smash it. So, you know, I'm, I'm bouncing away, doing my six by a mile, and, uh, you know, not quite the times Tommy's running, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, I did six. He only did a measly
1: four. Yeah, exactly, um, and, Mine's uh, probably got well, GPS error as well. That's uh, <laughs> um, mine are suspiciously quick, I think. Oh, although my my treadmill was at like
0: 0.5%, you know, maybe even zero percent when I when I when I cranked up to two fifty-five a K for the last uh the last nice. night. <laughs> but Blimey. you know what? Like I've got to say, I felt I actually felt really comfortable. I, I was running about, yeah, it was about five or five a mile, other than the last Mile, i I know it's on the treadmill and yeah you know there's always variance in that but you know i've done a few sessions on the treadmill and actually you know before i I spoke about it last week saying i was i felt a bit of a bag of tatties but i don't actually think i'm in that bad shape i'm just lacking the volume and lacking the longer runs but i you know i'm 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 happy where i'm at the moment you know when when, because there's not that many races coming up and uh I think I'm looking forward to really getting stuck into some of the big sessions and really just sharpening up before, you know, one of the big races and the A races. I'm going to aim for. So, I mean, yeah, Tommy, I'm pretty happy with that. You know, and then today, this nice. morning, this morning I went out and an interesting thing, and this is kind of something I'm going to certainly consider more when baby number two comes along is I did my session on the treadmill and I don't know about you or anyone else who's listening, but, I, I felt so much fatigue-wise. Although I worked really hard yesterday, I was sweating by the end. Of it. it was quite humid. Um, but I felt really good this morning. I was in, like, not amazing. You know, I wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, I can do another session. But I actually felt like my legs had had, had enough it, just the impact on the treadmill and just running at a controlled pace, you know. And I, I felt so much. I was running sub-seven-minute miles, and I didn't feel, you know, on wow. trails and, on the hills and it was only what was eight and a half minute you know, eight and a half miles it wasn't that bad but it didn't feel that hard which I don't know if that's maybe a mix of maybe I'm starting to get fitter or if it's probably is but just a mix of my recovery time and plus the treadmill doing a session on the treadmill versus like running you know outside doing a six by a mile so I mean you've got benefits of running outside in the six by a mile but and it will feel harder and you'll, you'll get, you'll still get a lot of benefit from that. But it was interesting, you know, it was, and then, uh, you know, just before we jumped on the podcast, I put, yeah, you know, I put Logan, well, Debbie put Logan to bed. So, but I forgot, what, what did I do? The listeners, mums and dads out there, anyone, you know, you've got kids and you've got all your running stuff in, and I've got all my running stuff in Logan's room. And when, when the door closes, he's sleeping, you can't oh, go no. in, you can't go in. So what do I have on my – what do I have on – I've got a pair of trousers that aren't really running trousers, but, you know, they you could make do running in them for, like, a warm-up or something. I thought, oh, no, what do I do? So will I, will I run in my trousers outside? Or will I just go on the treadmill and run in my pants? Right, so I decided to run in my trousers, and what a hot, sweaty mess I was when I came back. <laughs> Three and a half miles, Tommy. That's all I did, but what a hot, sweaty mess I was. But, Heat you know, drilling. it was, it was either in my pants or it was uh, in the, on the treadmill or it was on the, on you know, outside. And I looked like an idiot, you know. I looked like a right idiot. I look like these, these trousers. I'm going over these roots and trees and, you know, lying on the ground. And, you know, my, my trousers are longer than my shoes and
1: I'm going <laughs> in puddles and
0: what a mess. Like, I looked like a right idiot. I looked like I was running away from someone
1: or well, something. good for you getting it done. A lesser man might have just said, ah, oh, do you know what? My kit's in Logan's room. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, But anyway, well, you know what? We've I unfortunately don't have events coming up at the moment to train for. But one event that is coming up uh, is the Cheshire Marathon. So we've now got Michael Harrington of Run Cheshire in the weight room. So let's uh, let's speak to Michael about the upcoming Cheshire Marathon.
2: Welcome to TRS. How are you doing, Michael? All right, thanks. Just uh, just got in after a, bit of a hectic day. Been out to the course and uh, been to the airport and just ferrying a few people back and two. So yeah, it's all getting a bit tense now.
1: I right. bet it is. Well, firstly, well done for getting this together. I mean, it's you've really fought the the good fight uh, in terms of racing, and I, I mean, you must be super excited now that the, the race day, the marathon, what the, the artist formerly known as the Rexham Marathon now known as the Cheshire Marathon is is coming. <laughs>
2: I don't always it's be careful what you wish for, really, isn't it? Wow. It seemed like a, a, it was a brilliant idea at the time, but now it's, uh, it's all, uh, you know, well, the, the weather forecast looks brilliant, so, you know, cool. all the marshals are in place, so, you know, I think, well, it should be a great day.
1: So, what's it shaping up to be like then? I mean, I was quite familiar with the Wrexham set but I have to confess, since I was unable, unable to get, when I realised I wasn't going to, be able to get back, My I never really looked at too much detail in the Cheshire course, so tell us a bit about the... The race, what it's, what it's, how it's set up, and, and how I guess any COVID precautions you're having to take now.
2: Um, we we just follow the the standard uh, UKA protocol, which is um, we see we set people off in waves. But how we've done that because we've got a half marathon at the same time as the marathon, we've mm-hmm. seeded everybody by their predicted pace. So, sort of, okay. you know, we've we've merged in the marathon runners um, and the half marathon runners, so the, the two ten marathon runners. Will be with the one hundred and five half marathon runners, so they've got someone oh, to at cool. least half. Oh, nice, um, that's a good. way to do We've it. got a couple of uh, pacemakers as well to go beyond the half as well. So, wow, fingers crossed. I, I like it. You
0: know, just just casually just uh, slotting a two ten marathon out there. That's uh, that's exciting, eh? That's so who? So who are some of these? The, some of the two ten matter. Who are the t- kind of yeah. top athletes taking part? And well, on, it's uh, yeah. they're
2: overseas athletes, really. They, yeah. We've got some a couple of Mexican lads the, 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 there's a certain amount of um, you know ambiguity because some of them uh, entered and then when a lot of the, the countries are put on the red list, yeah. um, they went a bit quiet. But I've been updating all of the athletes you know once a week, uh, and with a Spanish translation as well. And we've offered the the, the athlete an opportunity to cancel if they wanted to, and uh. A few of them did, but uh, there's still about half a dozen in there, and I do know that there's a couple of Mexican girls not far doing their quarantine at the moment as well. So oh, yeah. I don't know whether they brought the Mexican men with them or they travelled together, but I do know there's a couple of uh, Mexican girls.
1: And, and these and how how is this ha- how is it then that the, the the Cheshire Martin has, has got such an international field? I mean, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. Is it? Are they using it as a, a qualifier? I assume to get the to run a time or or what, What's how and how have you managed to get on their radar?
2: Um, it's it started. I mean, last year, as you know, I decided to put this race on because I just felt that when it was obvious that um, Manchester wasn't going to happen and London wasn't going to happen, I just thought maybe there's a scope to get something, you know, a small elitish only marathon. Um, and I had to keep it sort of below three hours because of the the, the roads that we were planning to use. Because I already have uh, races in Wrexham. And to then ask the local businesses and farmers, mm. residents to you know close the roads again for another, if I was to do a traditional marathon with a six or seven hour cutoff, I think it would be stretching goodwill a bit much. So I thought so I'd have this three hour marathon. And, um, and then when we watched the, um, I watched the London, the elite only race at London. <laughs> and I heard Steve Cram and uh, Mario Mucci say, Man, maybe this is the way, forward for, for athletes to get a qualifying time for Tokyo. Yeah. And, uh, and Mara commented that, oh yeah, you can't just put a marathon and you need the certain things you would need on the course. And and so I found out from UK athletics, you would need to have at least uh, an IAAF or world athletics accredited certification. So we got that done. And then once that happened, we got some interest from athletics Island. They, they said that, you know, they'd be interested in sending some athletes over and then I saw people tweeting, you know, in, in America and South America and Europe and Africa, you know, come to Wrexham. And I wondered how many people <laughs> are actually Googling where on earth is Wrexham. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and it just went, and you know what, it's like fast runners attract fast runners. And the minute you see, you know, a fast, a decent start list or some people are posted on, on social media that, you know, this person's coming or that person's coming. Then you know, everyone, everyone wants a piece of it, don't they?
0: That's it. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a you know it's like I don't know how you would describe it. It's you know, what's it like a virus? Isn't
2: But in a positive yeah,
0: way? It yeah. just grows, you
2: know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it it's just it as it's just snowballed. It's yeah. Oh, you know, I've had agents contacting me saying, "Can we get?" can I thought, "I'm not used to this. Can we get? Can we get, <laughs> our, athletes <into> <laughs> can we get our athletes? into your race?"
0: So one yeah. one question I've got then is you know it's probably a question that is is you know what, what what's a why, why do you do what you do? You know what what's uh,
2: what drives you to do this sort of thing for you? Well, I started staging races about six or seven years ago. I just yeah. thought I'd do it as a bit of a hobby really. and um, yeah. some of the races took on, uh, so it really took off. I've got a half marathon in Wrexham, which is, has really grown. it's it's at a good time of the year. It's in the end yeah. of February, and a lot of people use it. It's fast, and people use it as a a test to see where they are for a good spring marathon. so that that's really grown. Yeah. So we we sell that out about two and a half thousand, three thousand. And brilliant. and because it got that big and it was hard to manage, um, I decided to give it a go full time and then mm-hmm. my wife went back to work after we had our second girl and yeah. it just made sense really to for me to be at home with the girls and then yeah, it's just got bigger and bigger, really. Oh brilliant, yeah, yeah.
0: So you're clearly a, a passionate guy when it comes to yeah, like obviously what you've done and clearly it, it's been working, you know. We're we're up north here, you know, and we're we're getting some of the lads and lassies coming down to, to race so yeah, uh, yeah yeah which is which is exciting so I, I mean this is maybe a question i know tommy was going to ask us question so i'll maybe lead it on to you in terms of how you know what are what are the kind of rules for for some of the the scots and, and you know obviously we're talking about overseas and we, we've got some runners who are at the level that they're at that they can take part um so yeah. I, I...
2: Overseas athletes, they've needed to uh, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, some of them, they have to come for a minimum of 10 days, Yeah, but they can, they can test early. If they do a five test after five days, a PCR test, then they're allowed to leave quarantine after five days. I think there's a, a two day test and then an eight day test. And, you know, I've, I've tried not to get too involved with that because there's so much mm-hmm. to organize anyway, let alone yeah. managing the people's PCR tests. And then, and then I think with the Irish athletes that are coming over from the south, they are—I think they—they've got exemptions from Athletics Ireland, so they're allowed to travel because things are still quite strict in the south. Yeah, and yeah, and I think the same in Scotland as well. I think you, they, i think a lot hinges on next week. I, th- I think the travel restrictions change on the twenty-sixth, don't they? Uh, up yeah. there, but. Both- I don't know, maybe the First Minister might just come in and, you know, give everyone a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, 24 hours just for the, quite, I mean, she, she bloody well should, to be honest. I mean, that, that, for yeah. the, for, but um yeah, I mean, because I know that last year, I mean, I know there's a, we've got a few from our club going down and it was a great example and it's still, and even this weekend's a great example of, of making events happen where perhaps in Scotland we've been a bit lacking and that's, I think it's mainly by the government and sports Scotland not helping out Scottish Athletics to, to put them on enough, I yeah. think, but um, but at the end of the day, you need race organised to put races on. So it's guys like yourself putting it on. And I know you know, my other half, Fiona, she's desperate to get back down to the Cheshire 5K at some point. And now the Wrexham half is on our list
2: for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether the race will happen again. I don't know whether it's just, we've just we've caught a moment really, because a, a lot of people have said to me, you know, you've got to keep yourself next spring. We'll all come and do that. I mean, there seems to be a gap for, for that sort of elite or sub-elite um, but having said that, when London comes back or Edinburgh comes back or Belfast, yeah. or you know, people might just say, Well, thanks, thanks anyway. But you know, we're back to the big ones now.
1: Yeah, it'll be, that's... it'll be, it will be fascinating to see how the, the landscape of, of race organization changes. Um, do you, I guess, I don't want to ask a leading question, but how more, much more difficult has it been to organize races in the last,
2: uh, in the last year compared to normal? Uh, it's, um, I mean, it's difficult with the COVID precautions, but in a sense of selling the races out, it's uh, it's it's unbelievable because the market is so pent up. The minute you put a race live, people people are just desperate to sign up. Especially and, uh, when
0: you've 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 got like a you know such a well organized um, yeah fast race as well a fast course. Yeah. Uh, I think that's helped certainly as well yeah
2: people are chomping at the bit aren't they you right, only have right. to see some of the times that happened at your podium a couple of weeks ago and they beat a local BMC and mm. I remember last year there was a there was a five mile race it was over in Lincolnshire I think and uh, this five mile race never gets anybody and then all of a sudden it was filled with sort of Stockport Harriers Sale Harriers <laughs> Liverpool Harriers and I wonder like, the, the organisers wondered what on earth was going on He was like one in 24 or something Yeah. <laughs>
1: But on your start list, then, just to uh, jump around a bit, but on your start list, there was a st- at one stage, uh, Tomo was on the list, and Alex Papas. Are they still on the list?
2: Uh Tomo uh, cancelled uh, because i had been in touch a bit. Yeah, he doesn't need a backup run now. Yeah. But um, he, his coach had been in touch with me, and they they wanted him in the race, so we got him in. I mean, there was a waiting list, but we let him in, oh, and uh, <laughs> we sneaked him in. But uh, yeah. I don't know what his plans were, whether or not he was, you know, whether he'd planned to come and run, and if he'd done a really good time, would he have scope to appeal? I don't, I don't know. I'm just, just guessing, but um, I know he was, he was keen to take part, and then, you know, he he did kindly email afterwards and said he wouldn't need the the, the race anymore. So, uh, but what what made it worse is his his run just inspired everybody, and then the day <laughs> after that race, I had my the phone was just ringing off the hook. People, can't, can't you squeeze me and can't you squeeze me? Oh yeah. God, yeah. But yeah, I, I, her agent, uh, Alexi Papas' uh, agent, he he she he contacted me, and uh, she wasn't really ready for it. Um It was a backup, really, and uh, she's okay. I think she just uh, wasn't able to take part in the end. But yeah, we've got a few. We've got a couple of Israeli girls who've come over as well. And uh, oh wow. Yeah.
1: So who, who's the so I mean what's the who's the who's got who brings the quickest PB into the into the race marathon PB?
2: It's a uh, two Mexican lads. there, both two oh nine lads. So <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely amazing. Bobby, well, like I said I mean,
2: be, hopefully they're here, but you know, I don't know.
1: But you know, if you can get if you I mean if the Cheshire marathon is one in sub two ten. I mean, it's one of the quickest. It will be how many marathons in the country will have that to the you know to be able to claim that?
2: It looked ridiculous, wouldn't it, on the on the yeah, Run Britain rankings?
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a bit interesting. It's like Antrim as well, you know. Antrim course, we've had those guys, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and they're like you know they're just just a bunch of guys passionate about you know getting a quick field together and just. You know, giving, putting, you know, rather than just, you know, big commercial like London Marathon, you know, your Great North runs and all that, just yeah. getting some of the, you know, just a local, just a fast field, you know, just raw talent, just get them in there and let's get some fast times, which I think uh, is brilliant. You know, it's. Um...
2: Yeah, I think, I think as organisers, I think we've overcomplicated things. Mm. So I've got. Um... I've got a lockup. Well, I had a lock-up and then I, I replaced it with this huge shed now. So I'll keep everything down at the bottom of the garden. And sometimes when I'm in there, look, I've got some steel barriers in there, some K markers, some mile markers, some barrier tape. You think, yeah, what else do we need? It's all you need. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> and we race organizers are to blame themselves, like trying yeah. to chase more runners. And you think, we don't need all the other stuff. It's just a fast, well marshaled, accurate course
0: and just let everyone get on with it. You can have all the all singing, all dancing stuff, and if you go the wrong way, or you know it's four hundred yeah. meters longer than it is, you 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 know the reputation of your race is, is gone. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> but you know, just get get a, get the basics, uh, and, and that's something that I think we're, we kind of know quite a lot about. You know, Tommy and I just basic get the basics right, and people yeah. will come back to your race, and
2: yeah, that's uh, it. You know. I mean, we've we've had medals made for this one, but I'm sure most of the runners wouldn't wouldn't even care. They just want to do a fast run. But we thought it'd be a nice be something to mark the occasion. So we have had some nice medals made for this one.
0: Yeah. Quite right, it's those would be, be at, yeah, like you know, just a uh, be at the end. <laughs> well, those,
2: yeah,
1: well, those races, those those medals are going to be collectors' items, though. They'll be the, <laughs> They'll uh, be on the eBay. <laughs> the COVID era. And what's so what's the course like then? It's lapped. It's same form. A similar format to what you had lined up for Wrexham. It's lapped course.
2: Yeah, it's a. Uh, just over seven and a half laps. Um, but it's um, it's a perfect course. It's flat, absolutely flat as anything. Um, one, it's a, it's a triangular shape, really. One side is uh, basically a tunnel with all, all trees either side of it. Another one is, uh, it's called Straight Mile. It's just a big, long, <laughs> it's over a mile. And that's the name of the road. It's, uh, it runs next to the Duke of Westminster's estate. And then we've nice. got the other... The other road the, the Wrexham Road which is the, you know the, the main route between England and Wales in that area and that will be closed on one side for for traffic and runners on the other side but yeah it's it's a perfect course the weather looks fantastic so I I stumbled upon the course when when we were sort of running out of ideas when the, the Wrexham race was cancelled and then my plan B Cheshire race was cancelled and then I just stumbled upon this route by uh, following Matt Klaus on Strava and thought, oh yeah that's ah. the one.
1: <laughs> Wait, so how many laps how many how far is the the loop is what three, four miles?
2: It's uh it's just under uh three and a half miles. It's uh fa- I think it's five thousand five hundred and six kilometres uh, meters. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, so you're looking there at will, the, seven laps.
2: Yeah, seven point five nine laps it is.
1: Okay.
2: I mean okay. there will be some overtaking towards the end, but you know, you have to remember that you know if there's someone running a 250. They're not a slow runner by any stretch. They're a the committed club yeah. runner, so I'm sure they will more than you know. Obviously, show show some respect to the people who are trying to overtake them, and likewise, if someone's yeah. you know pelting down the right hand side for the Olympic time, they'd appreciate that they you know they got some fast runners on the inside as well. So, yeah,
1: you know I, mean? I think I think to be honest, in this climate, I mean, a the like, I mean, we're such a low risk period now anyway, and uh, I think you know running, you know, when someone's going past
2: you at five minute miling. <laughs> there's not much transmission happening there I know I, I was running I, was, I ran the Wrexham route a few weeks back and um, Matt Klaus happens to be doing a session there as well and when you see someone at that speed it's, it's some people he must have been doing sort of 457s or something like that and I, I just felt like I was just shuffling along I felt like going <laughs> <That's> home <laughs> yeah he right. went past me is he running but, at the weekend then? no he did the trial
1: yeah. Uh yeah. Of course. Yeah. He is, uh, as he described on his Strava, a shit show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But I was really gutted from. had Robbie Simpson was on actually. Robbie ran a lot of the race with him. Um. Yeah. I was a bit gutted from that. Actually, I, think you, I see you've got Matt Reese running from uh the the infamous Welsh runner. In- Instagram. Right, the Welsh yeah. runner. He's uh yeah. In fact, actually, so any listeners, I would suggest looking up Matt on YouTube. He's got a very good YouTube channel, and his last twelve weeks have all been towards. Rex on
2: yeah, Cheshire, sure so we've right. to yeah. see how he's going. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's funny because I've seen there's a Strava group, and uh, I keep seeing people posting, Oh, this this has got to be the fastest course in Britain, and the yeah. weather looks brilliant. It's going to be an amazing day. And I think sort of piling that's the pressure yeah, on me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, that,
0: the, the, the uncontrollables of the race, eh, the weather. Um,
1: yeah, 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 you can get yeah. that. But I mean that's what what's cool is I mean did you ever dream I mean when you first started thinking about it did you ever dream you'd be putting it on on April 25th the London Marathon weekend?
2: I know yeah it seems a bit uh, <laughs> bit cheeky really but uh, it just <laughs> it was a gamble really when we had to postpone it in October I, just, I thought if if we can't put on a small and we were, we were offering to test people as well with the Welsh government if we can't put a tiny covid secure race on in October what what likelihood is there of being a huge mass participation in London just exactly later? So it was a bit of a gamble, but yeah, yeah,
1: it looks like it's paid off. And what just the last oh, sorry, we're jumping around we but one one thing I'm quite keen to hear from is the story about the whole changeover. So you simply couldn't get a race certificate due to licenses and not being issued in Wales. Is that the, the yeah
2: move? It's the amount of people that it's still. You know, Welsh Athletics are still not able to issue race licences because of the laws in Wales. You know, that amount of people at a gathering uh, would still be illegal. Um, I mean, Welsh Athletics, to their credit, they did everything for us. The, the CEO, there, James, and the head of um, head of competition, I think it's Rhiannon. They they were so keen on having it in Wales and uh, Wrexham Borough Council. They were, you know, one hundred percent behind it. It's just the. The first minister in Cardiff just they weren't they weren't easing restrictions quick enough and we had to make a decision about six or seven weeks ago you know to get this back up backup course and you know thankfully it's paid off. Brilliant brilliant
0: so the, the final question I've got is uh some quickie questions. Now Tommy did, did we do quickie questions last time we met?
1: Um I don't think we have done fat like questions. Let's do them. I mean and that's the thing Michael you're a Vale Royal runner in your own right that's right.
2: That's right, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, well, I mean, I've because uh, se- since I've started following this travel last year, because may- I've gotten to know a bit the, the area from, from uh, going down to visit Fiona's family in Hartford, and uh, yeah, so I find it you've, you've helped me to no end in terms of planning my runs when I'm down that way.
2: Yeah, I've noticed quite a lot of my segments have disappeared, There'll the crowds keep picking off from me as well. When you're a marathon <laughs> trainer, <so.
1: laughs> there, was, it was, there was one we were down, I was wanting to do a session like on the White Gateway but I couldn't work out to link a couple of roads. And I went and looked on your Strava. I was like, oh, actually, yeah, that's sweet. I can do that. And I remember, I remember actually, there was one of them, actually. I looked on the heat map, and it wasn't very hot, as it were. But you'd run it. I thought, oh, OK, that might might be OK. And I remember feeling terrible that I'd taken a crowd on this road. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I was so pleased when you moved to France. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Kyle, you why don't you
0: lead off? Uh, what's your... What's your favourite pre-race meal? Uh, toast with bananas. Oh, toast and bananas—that what together? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh... yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Toast <laughs> with a bit of honey and then sliced bananas. Oh, it's,
1: I like it's it. always quite refreshing to have someone not
2: say porridge. I know porridge, right. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, rest day or recovery run?
2: Uh, rest day.
0: Uh, morning, morning shuffle or evening saunter.
2: Morning Shuffle. Nice. Yeah, the most we Favre- train on.
1: <laughs> Favourite shoe?
2: Of all time?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Nike Skylons from, from a few years back. Sky- what? What's a Skylon? <laughs> the Nike Skylon. They were absolutely brilliant in the early... So, like, I, when I ran... I ran Rotterdam in 2004, I think, Rotterdam Marathon. Yeah. And I got a, I just fresh out of the box. Didn't even break them in straight into the marathon. They were brilliant. Amazing. Yeah.
0: What's
1: it's your nice. favorite?
2: What's
0: your favorite movie?
2: Oh, you're back. Oh yeah, i back. Go, go yeah, what's back your down. favorite movie, Michael? Uh that's a good one, actually. I'd probably say Downfall. Downfall.
1: Interesting. One. I have seen that one, yeah. Good call. And that is a that's uh, that's the one that they croft and pull the the old Hitler meme from, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, Bruno Gantz
1: reacting that. Yeah, yeah. Blimey, fantastic. that's a that's a we've not that answer on here. You're uh, setting <laughs> all <laughs> sorts of records here. Um, right, the last one for me is going to be favorite beer.
2: Oh. yeah. As I said, I don't drink that much beer, but when I do, I'd have to say Guinness. Guinness. Nice. Nice.
1: nice. Yeah. Dave
0: and, and my final question is if you were to, you know, bring your bit, your Guinness to a beer mile, what, what time do you think you could run a beer mile on?
2: I know I've heard that question. So many times on your on your podcast, give it me, so... I'd, I'd be lucky to sneak under a seven, I'll be honest. Oh nice, that's not nice, bad. That's solid. That's solid. That's <laughs> so, You know, yeah.
1: you're just you're just gonna have to add the uh the Cheshire beer mile. And you've got so many good brews down there, Cheshire Beer Mile down oh, your way. We really? add them to your your the plethora of races that you put on. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll sponsor it for you. Eh? We'll, yeah,
2: we'll
1: it fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so well, I've, f- thank you so much for coming, Michael. There's two things before we leave: like, I, you know, firstly, who are your predict? What's your prediction for the the race in terms of male and female, and uh, and also tell us a bit about the other races you organise, when they are, and how. Our uh, listeners down that way, or even up this way in Scotland, can can get down for them.
2: I, th- I them. think for the for the race on Sunday, my money's on for Cook for the women. Um, no pressure on Erden. and
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's difficult for the men because it's an unknown quantity. I'm not too sure how many they're actually going to come, but I, I think EFA Cook for the women. Okay. Um. And at my own races, I've got the Mid Cheshire 5K. That's uh, that's at the end. That, that's a week on Friday. That, that sold out a long time ago. But we've got um, yes. we've got this the summer edition is in the 27th of uh August. Yeah, but all the other races are on the on the website, runcheshire.com.
1: Excellent. Well, means, thank well, you for coming on. I'm de- I'm certainly gonna be down to do uh I said that to you last year, and then once once travel allows us to come back, I'm gonna hopefully get down for a race maybe in autumn. Um, and yeah, uh, look forward to hopefully to getting some TRS, other TRS listeners well, on the start line. Yeah, really uh, you know,
0: a, a quick request from you then, uh, Michael, is, is you know if you can get a fast hundred k or fifty k ultra, then you know, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm there. You know.
2: Uh, well, we do have a, we have a trail race. It's a bit short for you, Carl. It's a seventeen mile of the Sandstone Trail Race. That's a That's a brilliant point to point race. No, yeah. but point to point. Nice, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like point the points. I might, I think, uh,
1: actually, I remember my uh, my father in law pointed the sandstone trail out to me. We were driving back from Wrexham to towards Hartford. Is that the one that goes up on the hillside at one stage?
2: That's right, yeah. It's uh, it, it we everybody gets to Delamere Forest and then we bust them all out 17 miles away to Duckington and then they run all through the Cheshire Hills along the sandstone trail. Brilliant, nice. Oh, when, when, is that?
1: when is that? Because that could be a yeah. that could be a Tierra's trip,
2: yeah. Middle of September, it is. I think it's the 12th.
0: Super. Well, that, that, might, that Two weeks after Mozart. Nice. Could be a good little <laughs> recovery yeah, run for you. Uh, that's a nice
2: wee warm up run. Yeah. <laughs> a little <laughs> stretch.
0: Bye. I love it. Well, Mike, it's been great having you on, and uh, yeah, it's it's good to put the you know the, the face to the name as well. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I, I, yeah, I really do hope to meet up with you soon, and you know, hopefully. Yeah, fantastic.
2: Uh, I, I I stumbled upon the podcast last year actually. Um, I followed Jamie Crow on Strava, and I saw he was top on the leaderboard. I thought, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, it, it, honestly, it's, you're doing a brilliant job. It was a real constant last year. It was all through that lockdown, which was so depressing. But to every week getting the download the podcast, it was a brilliant, it was brilliant for me. I'm sure it's brilliant for a lot of your listeners. So you know, keep up, keep it a good work. Thank oh, you very thank much. It's very kind it, yeah.
1: of you. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck on the weekend. Fingers crossed it goes well. I'm sure it's going to be a great event and. Um, yeah, we look forward to. Uh, I mean, we you know, we might depend on how quiet you are Monday, Tuesday, might even hit you up for a quick, uh, even just a few words by email. How it went, that'd be that'd be really yeah,
0: good. that'd be awesome. Course, yeah. Okay, nice.
1: right. cheers, Michael. Thanks, Michael. See you See you
2: cheers, Michael. Cheers, bye bye.
1: Grand, thank you, Michael. That's uh, that's really cool to hear about. Um, it feels almost normal, doesn't it? I mean, it does it. Up?
0: Like you're getting some races here, and it's uh, it's like, man. It's, I mean, there's still not that many races coming on, and, and this weekend was a very quiet weekend, uh, you know, nationally anyway. But you know, talking about um, in, in some races, we we did have one one runner who who, who ran a fantastic uh, you know steeplechase time, uh, Aidan Thompson. Who who ran? I think it was like an eight forty nine um, at uh, somebody. He's now in, he's now an American. Now, not America, He's not an American. He's he's now running in America. Uh, so yeah, he's he's obviously got a, a real good form of running. He, he recently ran a, um, a 14.10, 5,000 meters on the track, I think. Um, so he ran three k in eight forty nine, which is the one of the fastest times in a long time in the steeplechase, uh, the last sort of quickest time in Scotland was in 2014, which was Stephen Lisko. So, yeah, good, good run for Maiden. Uh, good to see him uh, getting into real form and making some real, um, you know, real sort of uh, a, a real force to be reckoned with in, 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 uh, in, in Belmont University in Nashville. So yeah, good job from the Central AC a- athlete.
1: Very good, well done, Aidan. Now a bit of other uh, Scottish news. A bit further, uh, certainly a bit further than a three k steeple chase. But congratulations to former TRS guest and Dundee Hawk Billy Gibson, who ran who ran the FKT of the five Pilgrim Way on the weekend. So he covered the f- that. fifty-six miles that. in eight hours and two minutes.
0: What a guy! Yeah. What a, a guy! guy. So I think we had again another uh, you know guest of TRS is Joe Murphy who who I think she also ran the Fife uh, Coastal Trail as well so you know a, a couple of months a few months back so that's uh, that's a great wee run from Billy there and then um, and yeah, it's it's you know it'd be it'd be obviously he's a listener of the show, so it'd be good to hear how he got on, uh, in in terms of the FKT there. So good good job, Billy. Uh, and I know you know I understand Billy was actually due to be running the Davaway fifty k, which was what meant was to he? be at the weekend. And you know a, a big shout out to some of the runners who were who were taking part in that. Um, you know we had um we had some of the some we, we actually had some people who actually took you know ran the DAVA way, you know, in, in their own time, which was was really heartwarming for me. And um and it was it's good to see such a such an awesome community getting involved in 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 some of the races which you know obviously still aren't aren't going ahead. So um you know we had um yeah I, I can't even I, I was gonna I was gonna find the, the post but in fact I think it's here is it uh anyway I kind of find it. Anyway, oh, no, I can't. Hold on. Sorry, folks. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just a, a big shout out to some of the runners who were doing it. We had James Kelman, who was doing the John Groat's Trail 53k, which is uh, Grant Simmon, who, uh, yeah, you know, they, they ran the whole route yesterday, ran up Nelson's Tower in for us. Um, we had, who uh, did we have? The Kintore Dollies, who ran a 50k around the Aberdeen Shire as well. Uh, and uh, Rachel Uni as well, who, who ran 50k. Uh, she actually ran the Dava 50k as well. So well done to her. Ma- Marie, Marie Sweeney, 50k around Loch Ness as well. So lots of people, you know, getting, taking part in some of these races. So, yeah, thank you so much for, for supporting the event and, and, you know, creating a real community around the Murray Way Ultras. So, uh, yeah. So, so that... I think
1: there was, no, I was just going to say, I mean, just on the, so Billy, I think as a, his run came actually just after our man, Ali Beaven had been putting out a tweet about, right, it's that time of year. What, what are the, what are the FKTs that are going to go and which FKTs do you want to see someone have a crack at? And it made me, I was sort of mulling over and literally as I'm mulling over that morning or the morning after you put it in, I see the the tweet about Billy's run come up. So I mean, really, at yeah, The Five Pilgrims Way—that's a—that's a route I was aware of. It, it never actually crossed my mind to run it. Not—not um, uh, not because it, I'm not interested in, in sort of uh, ultra. Just it was is that I'm still not in that headspace where I think that long distance uh, path. Let's see how fast I can run that. Really interesting to see him run that fifty-six miles. I'd always thought the Five Coastal Path would be a, a serious one to get bridge to bridge would be really really cool. So my question okay. for you, Kyle, is which FKTs do you think are so, are people going to take a crack at this year or which ones do you think you would like to see go?
0: Oh, that's a hard question. In, like, in Scotland or you know, like, the UK? The definition of an FKT, like, um, like you know, something like the West Island Way is not really an FKT. It's more like a, um, it's it's one that you would want to, to do as part of the West Island Way race, which, you know, has been – postponed and, you know, cancelled this year until next year. Um, But, you know, in terms of the UK, the Bob Graham round's got to be one of the big ones. We had the Paddy Buckley round at the weekend, and, you know, that was held previously by Damien Hall. It went again to Kim Collison, who's, uh, you know, a top GB ultra runner. So, you know, kudos to him. I don't think he listens. He's, he's, a, he's an English runner, but, uh, you know, he's got ties to Scotland, no doubt um and uh, yeah i mean you know some of the other ones i'm going to talk not really a, an fkt but um dave moore as well he ran he, he was he, uh, a local lad a local no, local listener and um, met Aberdeen guy he ran 25 hours around aberdeen at the weekend that, yeah uh, you know that's, that's crazy like you know just he was meant to be doing the Davaway too but he decided he wanted to do something and you know, and, and admittedly as well, he's, you know, he's, he said to me and, um, and he's, he's released this publicly. He has been struggling during lockdown and um, his mental health hasn't been good. Um, and, 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 you know, running's been, uh, running's been a, an outlet and, and a target to, to keep him, you know, keep, keep him healthy physically and mentally as well. So, yeah, a big kudos to, to Dave. Uh, well done. And you were supporting the Gathimba Edwards Foundation as well, uh, raising money for charity there. So, yeah, great job from from Dave. So, yeah, well done, man.
1: Very good. I'm thinking yeah. of, I'm trying to think if I've got anything else for this week, Kyle. I, 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 I feel a bit like dried to, out.
0: I've got to say, like, you know, there's uh, a. <laughs> You know what yeah, I really not- want
1: to do? This is this is not for interested <laughs> listeners, I'm sure, but I really just want to speak about Line of Duty. That's really, like, <laughs> honestly, I said this to Carl a few weeks ago. We can jack this in and just do a Monday night hour talking about <laughs> Line of Duty theories. That I was, need to start one- watching it. Oh, my goodness. Of course, you've got to start watching it. As someone who's a former copper himself, you've got to... I'm, uh, <laughs> Don't my, head's, that. my head's swirling today. Just uh, bombshells be dropping. Um. dropping. I and mean, I tell you, if, you're, if anyone who's watching it will know five episodes in, we are now sucking on diesel. For sure, so this <laughs> if TRS really does dry up, we're just going to go pure line of duty.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a line of duty podcast, probably oh, not, eh? I've Come up, there is, I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shrine oh, of Duty. You. I went and thought, yeah, so yesterday my 20 miler, I re- I spent the whole podcast, the whole run listening to Shrine of Duty. That's how wow. sad my long runs have become. Jesus, man. What, what about,
0: you know, do you not, do you not like, listen to sell on TRS, you know, some of your back catalogs, like... Uh... You know some of the the inspirational athletes we have on the show. No, is that is so, that you know, not your?
1: So that's a good question, actually. So any listeners, this is obviously a self plug for us. Anyone who's who's new to PRS the last few months and maybe hasn't gone back in the back catalogue, the my go to there's a couple that I really like going to because I think they're um they're just really interesting. Uh, let me get them up. But, uh, this is terrible. I'm blanking on the on his name now. Actually, Andy uh, Finley. Finley. Oh, that well, Finley Finley is a classic. <laughs> what this is, I'm this is a terrible blank. Who was the London Marathon winner who we had on? You spoke to him about the nutrition.
0: Oh, um, uh, Charlie, Sped- yeah, Charlie Spedding, Charlie Spedding, Charlie yeah, Spedding, that's legend
1: nice. that is Charlie Spedding. Sorry, that's, <laughs> that's a really good listen. That is a really good, that was a really good discussion on, on, um, on his training. And someone having watched a lot of the London's last year in lockdown, I was really, I find that a really interesting one. Um, that's that's that was January 2020, actually listeners. So we'll go back to that one. Uh, Fraser Klein I thought was a really good listen. His first appearance on I think James Cruikshank was on early on was really good. Then he came back and talked about carbon plates. I really like listening to the one after UTMB as well. I've listened to that a few times. <laughs> and again, this Aye. is and I, I've also I've listened. I have to admit when I'm in a bit of a rough patch, I'm trying to get my mojo back. I listen to the one after Frankfurt. I've done that before, and, that, and that's. But do you know what? it's the, that's one of the perks. So I get, I get nothing. I get no nothing, no financial gain out of this podcast. So the one thing I can get is is treating it like a diary, like a running oh, yeah. diary, so do, I can go back you know and listen. What? Oh yeah, I was chuffed with that run. Uh, you're right though, eh? Like I, I've got to say, you know,
0: even some of the listeners. I mean, you know, even met, having Mel Edwards on the show, you know, like, and obviously, you know, it was a, a a few weeks before he passed away. To have hit a legend yeah. on the show like him was just amazing. And you know, no doubt Miles will, will be able to just listen to him and, and listen to his stories. And, and you know, he's obviously got his own stories, but uh, but personally for me, you know, listening to some of my uh, successes and some of my absolute you know crappers I've had uh like the world's <laughs> way, you know, like Wall's Way, the classic <laughs> that was just Oh, my God. That was one of the days. You know, that bit, you know, I, we say this as well, and you'll, you'll be the same, Tommy, no doubt. Like, when it comes to having bad races and some bad experience, there's nothing more entertaining than just going through it and just learning yeah. from it. And, like, yeah, folks, you know, every single one of you who are listening right now, in the past and in the future, you're going to have shocking races or shocking training runs. But take take as much as you can from it because, you'll, uh, you know, it's just, Absolutely. it's part of the journey. You know, Ev- Kipchoge, Kippy has a bad run. He ran a 2.08 or, you know, for him, it's a bad run. Sub two hour guy runs a 2.08 and, and, you know, he's back now. He's back in the game. He's, he's bouncing back. He's, he's proving the doubters wrong. And, and and it, that's part of a sport is just to enjoy the journey. You know, like you never know when your last day is going to, you know, your, your last day is going to be, or you never know. When your best race is going to be, so live in the moment, folks. You know that's that's my take home from tonight's show.
1: You know it's interesting. You just I, I didn't want to interrupt. Let you finish first, but you mentioned Mel, and actually the interview to listen back to interviews are one thing, but actually the process of doing the interview. I mean, Michael tonight was excellent. Last week, you know, when um when we spoke to uh, Sophia and Cameron was great, but they, it's a dial in. It's really good fun. Butchie was great when he came on, but Mel, you. Miles and I speaking to Mel. um, That was so special, you know. And and like, yeah, you know, it's you know where he was. You know, he was he wouldn't care at the time, and it was. And you, you know, I have to admit, and I'm sure Miles won't mind me saying this. I was a bit nervous, not knowing what you know how he was, and 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 just like when we went in, and the twinkles in his eye, and he's just like got a cheeky grin and was just happy, just happy, just bullshit about running for an hour was amazing. And similarly, another one Miles set, which was great, was when we had. Um, brother Coleman.
0: Oh, of course. And like
1: and sitting with Fraser Klein, the legend is Fraser Klein as well. And you're speaking about running. And I'm like, pinch myself that this is yeah. these are these guys are are legends of the sport. And I think that's one we're actually I was doing we were doing a bit of episode planning last week, listeners, and, and we're we're approaching, I think next week's our third birthday. Third so birthday? Is it next yeah, week? Yeah, because it's, it's it's yeah, I remember the first time we did TRS, we can maybe do a more trip down memory lane last week. We're doing it a week early, mate. But the the <laughs> I remember the first episode was the week after I did a bit of a shocker in London on that hot day, and uh, and it was and you know and again it's a good example of chalking it up to uh, just another day. But what I would really like to know from listeners, and I'm going to push on this next week, maybe put some out in the socials, is three years in. So what what you know, retrospective. What do you want more? Of, what do you want less of? I think I really Probably like a
0: rambling, no doubt. Eh? Well, less <laughs> rambling. I mean,
1: everyone wants less rambling. But I mean, I I really want to. I want. I love when we speak to real Scottish, that sounds a really silly thing to say, but real Scottish athletes. I always love, you know, it's great with Cameron, as I feel, last week, you know, top class, but still, you know, grounded Scottish athletes. Grounded, yeah. You know, really good. Steph, when she came on, Steph Davis was great. Um, and I think more of that, but also I'm wondering, of all, Kyle and I have often talked about, you know, we we sort of say with a bit of jest, oh, let's get keep choking on, but that would be, I would really, I would love to, to bring some world class athletes onto this platform, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that maybe that's what we should do. But listeners, we'll we'll maybe dive into that next week, week So have a think about it over the week and get ready to tell us what you want more and less of in TRS. I
0: love it. I love it. You teed that up perfectly Tom. I love it. So well, you know, I'm I'm finished my 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 Elvis juice. You know, you look like you're you're running on on feet on empties now. Uh so this is a perfect oh he's he's only gone and done the the good old boat race style and stuck it you know upside down on his head uh maybe maybe that's what we do you know just do a beer mile virtually on the on the podcast eh? you know audio even a youtube a, a YouTube. live youtube virtual beer yeah, mile that's so you know. genius <laughs>
1: but you can't do yeah. it cuz
0: you're stuck inside you know i can i can potentially do it right yeah, now we could
1: do but... it we could we could do roaming reporters i'm sure we could get our wives to to do uh, some filming actually i'm rambling here again but you know i got um i entered on a whim and i i've I've, i haven't done it yet but i've got an i got a a voucher to do it i donated money for charity mainly to do it and they sent me some crappy cheap t-shirt which i'm not a big fan of that whole cheap t-shirt thing anyway the the um, crispy cream donut challenge (laughs) so i've got a voucher of a crispy cream right to buy a dozen donuts you've got to eat five eat 12 donuts and run five miles and that's it that's it you got, it, and it's so. But you've got there's, just, there's a couple of rules around it. I haven't done it yet, and I, there's not a bloody Krispy Kreme in Paris either. I don't know what they're doing, sending <laughs> it to me in Paris. You know, this is like I entered this last year before I came to Paris, thinking, "Oh, that would be cool." And it obviously, anyway, I didn't realize I'd be in Paris. So uh, yeah, I don't know what. I'm hey, well, do about
0: that could it. be a, a TRS competition then. You send a voucher code to a, a TRS listener, <laughs> yeah. and they can
1: do this. You, know, you have to do the challenge for
0: me. The, I would the, like to the, do it,
1: though. I'll just buy 12 donuts from a patisserie just here. Just buy, you know, buy,
0: what about croissants? That would be funny. Croissant ah, challenge. cheesy croissants. Oh,
1: that, God. Cheesy croissants. I mean, I tell, I'm, I've got a reputation <laughs> around here, man. I'm not going to a, a classy French patisserie and ordering cheesy croissants. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, well, well let's, let's try and, for minute, I like that's a great idea. Let's try and see how we can, I'm sure we can do something for, about a virtual beer mile. I mean, surely that's groundbreaking. Oh, it's got to be like right? who's done a you do virtual races. Why can you not do a virtual beer? I don't know. You would need, to, I mean, the, the Garmin part is easy. I guess it's the how do you, you're going it. a trust system. It's a trust just
0: system. Just it. <laughs> stick yeah. it on your, you know, it's a 400 meter. It doesn't even have to, you know, measure out your 400 meter track, stick your phone next to a tree, maybe take a wee fold the up table and crack on and do your 400 meters. Mm, just dumb it.
1: We'll verify I think, it. I, I think you're onto something there, mate. Well, I, I think, think some people might not be able to get some to film it. So, what we could do is, selfie. I think we could uh, selfie, uh, or at least we could probably do some kind of trust system. Bear in mind we'll that all you're, all you're winning is a 12 donut voucher. We'll
0: get it on the entry hub. We'll get it on the entry <laughs> hub and, and get a, a cheeky wee virtual. All money goes to charity. Boom. Done. Boom. Roasted. Right. Right, well, Tommy, what's your week looking like then? You know, other than you know, staying inside, are you, using, are you utilizing that that flimsy treadmill of yours that you you bought?
1: Not doing. You know, uh, not really, because I'm, I mean, to be honest, lockdown, nobody cares. Like I was out tonight till half past seven. The lockdown is at seven, and the confinements are in. ever everyone's out. Confinement, confinement. Yeah. So, yeah. so to be honest, not really. It's kind of maybe it was a bit of a rash purchase. Anyway, I'm. Uh, it's good to know it's there. Uh, but no, I'm gonna. This week I'm going to probably hit up the track again, and I might try and do a long tempo with the with the club on Sunday. Um, Otherwise, not much, mate. Not much. Um, Yeah, I've been not much at all. Had my French residency application today at a meeting at the local prefecture, so come through. (laughs) You know, get it up, you Boris. I'm still here without a visa, so it's all good. How about you? Oh, love it. oh, not
0: not that much. Not nothing that's of interest to the listeners, no doubt. Uh, you know, I, not nah, I, I can't really think of anything I've got well, planned. We... Just a bit more training. Uh, you Good. know, I, I, obviously, you know well in my job at Athletics Trust Scotland, which is going really well. Um, and uh, and yeah, just you know a little bit of planning for the Murray way ultras, which is going really, you know, the Murray coastal trail fifty that's coming up in the next couple of months. When is that? That's June, you said. 12th of June so yeah we're wow, just not long. You know, we're, we're kind of we're more or less there in terms of the planning you know the, the we've got obviously we you know volunteers have come forward which is amazing um you know it's it's really the volunteers that make the, the race happen uh as as michael would no, no doubt say about his race uh so yeah no it's been it's been really good and uh yeah looking forward to you know things opening up the The weather's getting better. There's there's green on the trees and the bushes now, which is also exciting. Uh, longer nights. It's it's sorry, longer days, not nights. Longer um, nights. Yeah. We're,
1: we're, where are you living? Winter, folks. Constant, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So yeah, other than that, you know, it's 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 good. So I'm I'm you know again you know looking up, looking looking to the future and looking forward to the end of June, which is going to be baby number two. So prepping wow. for that as well, you know. So it's yeah busy in the
1: Greg household, that's for sure. I just realised I didn't ask Michael one critical question: Is there a live stream? So listeners, <laughs> no, no, listeners, too. I'm I, a lot of you will be annoyed and ask that. I'm going to put that up on our TRS as oh, a, we'll, a link we'll to watch me. it. Yeah, we're, we're
0: the, you know, are we the we the, the TRS commentary for for this racing? Uh-huh. Is that <laughs> that's not, not that sure. was the next platform we're going to use? Eh? Like you know, that's we're going to start into comment commentating, but. Yeah, no one wants to hear us rambling for a few hours. Well, uh, uh,
1: uh, you never know. A couple hours
0: and TRS is enough.
1: That'd be interesting. So once we get Rexem out the way this weekend, I think the net. I mean, suddenly your your uh, the Murray Coastal Trail is is one of the next races up. So it'd be good in maybe about a month's time to do a bit of a preview for that as well.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure there's other races coming up as well. Um, but yeah, you know, there's still some spaces coming up for that, and we're going to lock them down quite soon because. We do want to keep the numbers uh, fairly low because it's one of the first. Is uh, you know, as as the London, you know, the London Marathon organizers they've got their own test event, but you know, our, our event as well. We don't want to. We want to make sure it's controlled and you know the COVID mitigation measures are in place. So we do want to keep it pretty low. But it's fifty miles, and you know the course is stunning. So if you do want to enter, you you know go to the website mariewealters and you can have a wee look and plan. Some of your seasons, if if you fancy some ultra running, so
1: yeah, very good. All uh, right, as, as we always say, you know the details, but email tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com, Facebook tartanrunningshorts, Instagrams at tartanrunningshorts, and Twitter's at tartan shorts. And speaking of tartan shorts, they're getting so close, and I, I am so sorry for the, the delay and there's been a few issues, but they're coming. We're waiting on the print to get. We're getting on the. We're waiting on them to come once they're in, once we've got. Um, Fine details on timings. We will let you know. Um, we know. Kyle's to come on back standby
0: soon. to send him. You know exactly. You. So Kyle yeah. is
1: ready to roll. Uh, ready to roll. Yeah. So hang in there. We do appreciate your patience. We really do. Um. And but it will be worth it. We promise.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Gold dust. There.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and in, in term you know, speaking of gold dust, here is Ali McIver.